This is SEO Snippets Episode 3 for March 25, 2020. Today we'll be covering three articles. The articles are 1. What's new at Ahrefs from March 2020? Number 2. Rice Model Forecasting for SEO by Andrew Shotland. And number three, Google Podcasts gets a redesign and iOS rollout by George Nguyen. What's new at Ahrefs, March 2020? It's been almost a year since our last product update. The reason why is a somewhat ironic one. We've been so busy working on our product that we just haven't had time to write anything up. So in today's post, we're going to go over all the new features we've shipped in the past 10 months. Number one, tracking rel equals UGC and rel equals sponsored. On the 10th of September, 2019, Google shook up the SEO world by announcing two new link attributes for webmasters, sponsored and UGC. We started tracking these two just two days after Google's announcement. This means you can now easily filter for UGC and sponsored backlinks within our backlinks, referring domains, and linked domains reports. Number two, updated keyword volume calculation. Previously, we used a 30-month average to calculate our search volumes. However, this time period was unintuitive, so we've made the switch to a 12-month average. How does this affect you? Firstly, you'll notice changes in average monthly search volume for some keywords. Secondly, you'll notice a sudden drop in estimated traffic for some websites. This is because the keywords they rank for are not as popular as they were a year ago. Number three, total monthly search traffic for API. This is one of the most upvoted features in our feature request board. And yes, we finally did it. You can now select the total estimated organic traffic in our API. You can also look forward to seeing some of your favorite tools update their services with this metric. Pitchbox and Screaming Frog have already added them. Number four, improved dashboard. You've probably noticed that our dashboard has a new look, but what changed? First, we added organic traffic to the dashboard, which is a highly requested feature. Second, we added trend graphs for important SEO metrics like referring domains, backlinks, and more. You can also now select the time frame you want for these trend graphs from 30 days, 90 days, and the past 12 months. Third, we added the option to rearrange your projects by dragging and dropping them. Number five, projects manager. We used to have separate projects for the dashboard, rank tracker, and site audit. That meant you had to set up multiple projects if you wanted to crawl a site and track your rankings. Now, we've combined these projects across all our tools for a single, more cohesive experience. Number six is Ads History. Our new Ads History Reporting Keywords Explorer shows you the page search history for any keyword. With this, you can see which websites have been competing for your target keyword over time. Keywords that your competitors are bidding on consistently may be lucrative, so you might want to consider targeting them. You can also see the ad copy and landing pages that have appeared in the ads search results. Number seven, how to use tutorials. Having so much data at your fingertips can be overwhelming. 
so we added actionable tutorials to our reports to help you get the most out of them. Number eight, search improvements in the Content Explorer. We've introduced three new ways to group search results in Content Explorer by authors, websites, and languages. These new angles might help you come up with better tactics to rank higher on Google. Number nine, ranking data for massive sites. Originally, you couldn't access the organic keywords report for big sites like YouTube or Amazon, but we've since removed this limit. As a side note, it's important to mention that within this blog post, there's helpful images and videos to explain all of this. And I thoroughly encourage you, if you do use Ahrefs or are thinking about using Ahrefs, to jump over and check it out. Number 10 is wild, cats, uh, wild cards in Keywords Explorer. Previously, you couldn't use wild cards to include or exclude ideas in Keywords Explorer. Now you can. So now you can use the star as a wild card to supplement your keyword research. 11, free tools. To encourage new people to try our tool set, we've also released a bunch of free tools. Number one is a backlink checker. Number two is a keyword generator. Three is a website authority checker and four is a broken backlink checker. This is only the tip of the iceberg and Ahrefs plans to release much more as time goes on. So look out for that. And we've reached the end of the main body of the post, but at the end here, there's 12 uh, other updates. Uh, much, much more for you to have a look at here. I very highly encourage you, if you are an Ahrefs user, to check this post out. Uh, you might be just inspired there to uh, use it in a new way that maybe you haven't already. Moving on. Rice Model Forecasting for SEO, posted March 25th, 2020 by Andrew Shotland of localseoguide.com forward slash Rice Model Forecasting for SEO. Check it out at the localseoguide.com blog. Rice Model Forecasting for SEO. Investing in anything at the moment is not an easy decision. Now imagine you have to invest in something as perpetually flaky as SEO. Now imagine you have to convince someone else to invest in SEO. You'd better have your shit together. With that in mind, I'd like to offer you Local SEO Guide's version of the RICE model for SEO. The RICE model provides a data-driven way to forecast potential results from SEO projects. Whilst it's by no means perfect, it provides managers with a way to prioritize SEO activities against other priorities and against each other. If you're not sure, RICE stands for Reach, Impact, Confidence and Effort, which are defined as follows. First of all, reach. Reach is the percentage of pages affected by the project. For example, if you are recommending updating a template with 10,000 URLs out of a 100,000 URL website, the reach would be 10. Brackets, we don't use percent for reach to make the final score larger and easier for management types to understand. The second, I, is for impact, the traffic lift expected by the project. This will typically be a guess based on your experience with smaller projects. Number three is C, a score that reflects how confident you are that the project will succeed. We use the following scale for confidence. 
90. Google explicit statement or we have conducted our, conducted our own tests. 80. Google implied. Google implied. Looking at you, John Mew and Method. So obviously, if John Mew or Method says that this is more than likely what is used, it's a high degree of certainty that, you know, this is exactly what Google used. So it gets a score of 80 there. 70. We have seen this work in the past, but not certain it still works. 60. Reputable pros have stated that we don't, but we don't know. And 50, we need to test. Of course, you can tweak these based on your preferences. For example, a Google explicit statement about an SEO technique might equal a confidence score of 0.01 to you. Finally, we have effort. E is for effort, the estimated number of dev days or hours the project will take. You then put this data into the following formula to get the rice score for the project. And the formula is as follows. Brackets, reach multiplied by impact, multiplied by confidence, close bracket, divided by effort equals your rice score. Once you do this for all projects, then you can compare the rice scores of each to prioritize. You can also add estimated revenue impact based on these scores to have another metric to work with. Once you have the basic formulas, the model can become pretty flexible to accommodate variables specific to your projects. Anyhow, here's a free version for you to use. And the version here is a Google linked spreadsheet that you can uh, click on, jump over and create a copy of to use for your own uh, forecasting needs. Really valuable little uh, blog post here shared by Andrew. Um, definitely encourage you to check that out on the local seoguide.com. Our final story for today, Google Podcasts gets a redesign and iOS rollout. The new design features an explore tab with recommendations based on the listener's interests. The Google Podcast app is now available for iOS devices and the web version of the app now supports subscriptions, the company announced on Wednesday. Google has reorganized the app with a tab user interface that includes an explore section where users are shown new and show new show and episode recommendations related to their interests why we care podcast discovery has been a challenge for content creators with most podcasts apps showing only what's available through that particular service google's aim is to provide a comprehensive resource for podcast discovery including paid content and library management the addition of subscriptions to its web app lets users more easily switch between listening on their desktops and their mobile devices, something that iTunes and Spotify users have been able to do for a long time. As Google Podcasts platform continues to expand, it'll become even more important for publishers to manage their presence in search. And that post there was posted on Search Engine Land uh, by George Nguyen. I encourage you to check that out then. And of course, if you're in SEO, I'm sure you are very familiar with search engine land. And in case that's all I have for you today, thank you for listening and I'll see you again tomorrow.